Hello everyone. Welcome back to See the Sunrise. This is season two and episode 17. Seeing the sunrise is about seeing Christ in everyday situations. In Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3, the Lord spoke to the prophet while he was in prison and he said to him, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what God is doing behind the scenes. Sometimes his presence is not keenly evident, but I assure you, he is there. All we need to do is look for him. This Sunday is Mother's Day. It's one of the three days that children accompany their mothers to church. Now, whether the children have been guilted into it or children just know it would please their moms, it's a good thing. Any chance you get where you can introduce your children to God is a good thing. I found that Mother's Day is the third among holidays that people actually attend church, and it's third only to Easter and Christmas. I'm sure that's probably not news to you. Unlike Father's Day, which I found, they said, is near the bottom of the polls, which doesn't measure up to the hype that is conveyed for mothers. This is interesting for the mere fact that both holidays were said to be founded as church events. You know, another thing I found was, uh, and it was an interesting point, that Mother's Day is the top non-religious holiday. I, in case you just wanted to know that, I thought, wow, that's interesting, but I guess I do understand. I remember years ago that um, on Mother's Day, we would actually wear corsage. Now, I know I'm dating myself, but some of you actually know what I'm talking about. We would come to church and they would have bought all of these beautiful, ornate corsages. And those of us whose mothers were alive, we wore red ones. And for those whose mothers had long since passed, they wore the white ones. It was such a God-honored day. Mothers, as represented in media and social networks, represents love. The love a mother has for her children and the children who celebrate her through giving gifts and acts of gratitude toward their mother. You know, but Mother's Day can be so trivialized, especially when it's just focused on giving gifts. But you want to, you want to be recognized when there you want to know that there is heartfelt appreciation for what your mom has done. That's really celebrating her. There's nothing wrong with buying jewelry or candy and flowers and trips and all of that, but it is the true sincere acts of the heart knowing what your mother has done and the sacrifices that she made to either bring you into the world or to nurture you into the young men and women that you are today. Mothers bring forth life and not just in the physical sense. Good mothers are selfless and they take the time to nurture and care for their children. Often they'll neglect their own needs so that the needs of their child are satisfied. But there are moms out there who didn't have the kind of guidance they needed to be a good mother. And the children often feel neglected. That does not mean that she should not be honored. We learn from those over us and they learn from their parents. However, when there isn't a good foundation, a child is left wondering and trying to create the mother they want or the mother that they need. The Bible is filled with various women who were mothers. Each had specific characteristics and they all, in title and deed, had the responsibility of rearing their children. I want to focus on some mothers who, through their selflessness, brought forth some amazing people who were significant Bible characters and 
whose lives demonstrated their dependence on God. Jochebed was the mother of Moses. It was during a time when Pharaoh had decreed that all baby boys were to be thrown into the Nile because of his fear that one day they may become too powerful. So what did she do? She placed her son in the river and trusted God for his safety. Although she, her actions were stimulated by what was going on in her country, we have mothers today who realize that their circumstance or situation is such that they aren't able to keep their children. And we are fortunate today that we have safe haven laws and they've been put in place to protect children, but also to let the mother know that her baby can be okay. Everyone that leaves a baby doesn't want to necessarily leave her baby. We need to be compassionate when these things happen. Sometimes it's just out of their control or they don't know what to do. Remember, I said there are mothers who may have birthed you in the physical sense, but then there are mothers who have birthed or maybe nurtured you in, a, in the sense of when you've come into the world and you need the, that kind of guidance. And so Jochebed, in putting her son in that river, there was someone who came along and took that baby out of the river, and that was Pharaoh's daughter. And she also must be mentioned on Mother's Day. While not a lot is spoken about her, she took a Hebrew child out of the water, allowed his own mother to nurse him, and he became her son. She even named him. According to Exodus chapter 2 and verse 10, it says, When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. What this story shows and demonstrates to me is that no matter how your life began, God's purposes will be accomplished and will not be thwarted by any outside influence. Then there's Ruth and Naomi. You hear nothing about Ruth's mother. Her story only centers on the relationship between her and her mother-in-law, Naomi. That in itself is odd. Usually uh, girls are really drawn to their mom, but here Ruth is drawn to a mother-in-law because of the loss of her husband. It's a special kind of relationship when it's developed outside of someone's blood. I have the good pleasure of having such a relationship, and it only occurred when I allowed myself to open my heart to let someone else in. This in no way denigrates the role my own mother played. She did her best, and I know that, and I know my mom loved me, and she had her way of showing it. But it was a woman who came along when I needed mothering, someone to provide love and care. That is what Naomi was for Ruth. To leave everything behind, to follow another, and to even accept their God as your God? I wish I had a looking glass to see just what made her so special. However, despite having that lens, she was a special mother. These are truly a short list, a very short list, of mothers in the Bible. Because there's Eve, the first mother, Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, Rebecca, the mother of twins, Hannah, the mother of Samuel, Samuel. Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, Mary, the mother of Jesus, Sarah, the mother of Isaac, one of the patriarchs, and more. No two were the same, but they all played a unique and important role in biblical history. There were some ups, there were some downs, hopes dashed, disappointments, sacrifice, and so much more. In other words, what I want to say is mothers are special. They may not be perfect. They may not meet all of your expectations, but for those of us who have been given the special gift of being called mom, 
Rejoice in the blessing of being able to bring life, not just in the natural form, but the ability to even speak life to those whom God has placed in your life by divine appointment, like Moses and like what I have experienced. So to the mother that has a child that is strayed away, those rebellious children, I pray that they will return to the Lord and that God's redeeming grace will restore them, bringing them back into a loving relationship with our Lord. To the mother who has given her child up for adoption or they've been placed in foster care, I pray that the Lord watch over them and that they have been placed in a loving and safe home where he is present and that the child or children are being raised in a fear, love, knowledge, and appreciation of God. To the mother who's ashamed of her past, the Lord is gracious and filled with mercy. When you confessed your sins, he restored you and you no longer have to live in your past, but you can walk in a newness of life where God will make your future greater than your past, where your children will look upon you and call you blessed. To those who have lost their mothers, here especially, to, to, to those who's, who've lost their mothers, hear this. If she was saved, know that you will see her again. Honor them with your lives. The way you live and the things that she taught you about God, about love, about sacrifice, their spirit can live on in you. It doesn't matter if you lost her yesterday or years ago. Nothing could take away or can take away the pain of that loss. But hopefully, over the years, you don't feel the, the heartbreak so much, but the love that she showed. To all mothers, I pray that you will tell your children about the Lord. Teach them who he is and why he can be trusted. Tell them about how he has blessed you and how he has changed you how they can depend on him all of the days of their life. Let them know of his love and how much he loved and the sacrifice that he gave for them. To the children who are listening to this podcast, honor God's word as found in Exodus 20 and 12. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. I pray that no mother today is disappointed by the lack of recognition or expression of love. Just know that your role, the role you serve as a mother, is one of the most special assignments you can have. Will you pray with me? Lord God, thank you for mothers, for the ones who brought life physically and for the ones you've given for an appointed time in the lives of those who were in need of that special love and care that only a mother can give. Lord, you created mothers. You assigned that role and Father, we just thank you so much for allowing us that special gift of being called mom. Now, Father, I pray for every mother that is listening to this. I pray for every mother that feels abandoned or lost. I pray for all of the mothers who continue to pursue uh, their children to help them to grow and to learn and to just thrive. I, I just pray, Father, that you strengthen them in their inner man. And I pray, Father, that they would continue to be the loving and the, the, the kind and the thoughtful mothers that you've called them to be. And for those that may not know how to mother, I pray, Father, that you place someone in their lives that will teach them and that they know that they can start over again. Lord, thank you for giving us the privilege of bringing life into the world and giving life. You are the Lord, our God, whom we serve. 
may all who hear this word, may all that hear this prayer know that, Lord, you are present and they're ready to, to guide and to lead them in the way that they need in order that their children may grow up in the fear and the knowledge of you. In the name of Christ our Lord, I'm praying this prayer. Amen. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Until next time, God bless you and be sure to see the sunrise, to see Christ in your everyday situations.